What's up, my party people and my favorite potheads? It is Sheridan. We are here with another episode of The Chronicles, and I have my favorite people with me, of course. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Key. How y'all living? Yeah, and our legal pundit is in the building. Hey, y'all. It's Kim or whatever. <laughs> and we are here to give you your dose of awareness from a high perspective. So, of course, we have a few topics for you. I'm going to run them down real quick. First one, everyone needs financial help in this time, but the L.A. Lakers did something pretty commendable with their stimulus check. We're so excited to talk about it. And then a newly drafted NFL player of the Patriots will need to work a bit to win over the hearts, to win over hearts after a controversial tattoo of his went viral. Next, Oprah is taking the virtual stage and giving graduates a ceremony to remember. And a city official in Northern California has resigned. The reason? <laughs> Cats, supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we will get into our Living Wild Black, which features our, fir- our favorite first lady, Michelle Obama. So if you have your blunts, bongs, bowls, however you smoke your stuff, let's light it up and get in rotation. And so, again, this is another week of us in quarantine. I don't even know what week this is. Like, it feels like week 72. I know, right? (laughs) I think this makes a month, right? This is a month that we've been on quarantine here in North Carolina. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think it started like end of March. Yeah, I think. Like, stuff was shutting down and shit. But um, first story. So I thought this was pretty, pretty neat. So the L.A. Lakers, I honestly didn't even think about, you know, NFL play, you know, like sports players. But I mean, of course, like everyone get their money, how they get their money, like that's their job. And so with everything going on, basketball games and whatever, whatever season we end, them seasons ain't happening no more. And, you know, all these teams need help, you know. The millionaire basketball players need help too. But what they did was awesome because they applied for the um, uh, the stimulus help, you know, the small business or the uh, COVID relief, whatever, whatever the official Yeah, name. it was the Small Business Administration Paycheck Protection Program. So right. okay. it's a long yeah. one, yeah. yeah. But and they had part of the they, oh. um, they allocated $2.2 trillion to to help people and the la lakers got i believe was it four million yep and they decided to give it Almost back really because, five. wow that's 4.6 million dollars 4.6 yep mm-hmm. that's pretty dope and they decided to give it back because they realized that you know once they got there it's like the money was depleted you know and and not everyone is going to get money this wave is what we're seeing. And so what they decided to do was give it back and give it so it could go to people who really need it more than them. And that's pretty fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Right. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, I thought it was like on some sneaky, sneaky shit. Because like <laughs> when they first, when Trump first announced that like this small business thing was going to happen, like a lot of people were saying like you got to check to see what businesses actually get it like is it going to be real small businesses or is it going to be like Mm -hmm. people who like were followers of trump um so like when i saw that the los angeles lakers got it which is literally top three like um biggest um sports um i guess like team like worth like the most in america like it's like yeah fucking and i I guess the knicks like they're worth like so much money so i was like that's a little fishy that they got the money but then like i looked into it like they actually qualify for it um Mm -hmm. you gotta have like no more than 300 employees or whatever and they actually have less than 300 employees so i was like okay that actually makes sense but it, it is really cool that they like they gave that money back because like it's a lot of people in that community like who have their own uh, small businesses a lot of restaurants 
um a lot of just like regular pop-up shops gas stations and things of that nature that are like are in possibility of going under because like they can't pay for insurance for their employees let alone fucking actually float them a paycheck here and there like right it would have been weird as hell if they would have kept that shit it can actually go to like when you picture a small business, what do you think about? Because I'm like the Lakers, a small business, and like right. I guess 300 under 300 in the grand scheme of things is like small. But I'm like that's that's I don't know if you got 300 employees, I guess you still small. But when I think about a small business, I know how I think. And then like for them, Forbes estimated them having a value of roughly four billion dollars. Like this needs to go to people that don't have that cash like oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. if you don't have the cash it needs to go there but if you got something you like you are like not even just sitting on you're like laying on it spread out just like right. <laughs> right. taking right. a bath in it like exactly no. so. that's, what, that's exactly what I appreciate them for because like yeah like you said like I didn't realize like thinking about them you wouldn't think that they're a small business but I mean, they qualify under it or whatever, and I guess them hefty damn salaries. <laughs> um, but what I thought was really cool was some of the um, I don't know the directors or managers or whatever they're taking pay cuts. Like they've committed to decreasing their salaries until things get better, and that's awesome too. Like I just love to see things where people are thinking about other people and not about the money. Right. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, motherfuckers are really going to have to, like, earn our dollars after this shit. Like, yes. <laughs> so it's like, um, Mark Cuban, he was getting interviewed uh, two days ago. And um, actually, it was on um, the Jesus and Meryl show. And he was like, this is going to, this could change capitalism. Like, for so long, like people have been like viewing capitalism as like this greedy system, and like now, like people are gonna be like looking at this shit. Like, how did you treat your people? It goes back to that interview question that you brought up a couple episodes back, Cameron. Like, how did you treat people during this shit? Like, mm-hmm. if you treated people fucked up, like you're gonna have to like pay the piper eventually. Like, people are not gonna be taken kindly to that shit. And like billionaires are like looking like. They've been over the years, like at least the last decade, like billionaires have been look, like men made to look more evil. So mm-hmm. it's like do what you got to do to like preserve your company and make your employees think that they work at a good place. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we it, I feel like, yeah, a lot of things we're going to see a lot of things like with these companies like, oh, that's how you are. Right. And like, mm-hmm, I agree. And like and that should definitely be a thing. When you get new jobs now, like, how did you treat your employees? Like, and you can, I feel like that would be a simple damn Google search to to find that out if I want to, you know, give you the answer. Right. right yeah, right. at this point. Yeah. So, like, um, hopefully, like, they can flood some stuff like this to those black and brown communities, you know what I mean, that have been finding a hard right. time to even get to qualify for these loans, you know, um, certain people who, um, have felonies, but like turned their life around and started their own business. They've been, they have been told that they'll, uh, they will get their money last. Like, you know what I mean? Things of that nature. Like there's a, there was a, um, a guy in, I want to say it was Colorado. He was an ex veteran. I actually learned this from Fox news. He was an ex veteran, um, a white dude, um he had a felony on his record he went to prison for like two years this was like he went to prison in like 1990 and he was told that like he's he doesn't qualify for a small business loan he has a um a security business and he has like uh i think it was like 130 employees like he makes a decent amount of money like he's about to start laying people off he doesn't mortgage his house like yeah, yeah. Like, hopefully. Have, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your sentence. I just want people like him to get money. You know what I'm saying? Like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's who deserves yeah. it. Like that's because right. really I'm, 
I think about the sole proprietors and partnerships. Like if you don't have like a whole lot of employees, like if you're still working for yourself, this is the time I feel like to give those people a chance as well. Like they absolutely need it. Um, another. Oh, I'm sorry, Cameron. Oh, you're good. I just think about like more black owned businesses are kind of like on the sole proprietorship. And we've been going on like, you know, a really strong up and up. I feel personally of seeing like black businesses opening and, you know, I'm waiting. I was waiting in Charlotte, like so many, like, what are they? The breweries and stuff like that. Cause you know, those are like all the waves now I'm waiting for like a black owned one to pop up. Like, and if they kind of did now, if they were super small, they may not be able to be helped. Like, Exactly. Shoot, there was there was one um in an article we were reading. There was a brewery in New York, and they're going through it right now. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's really what I'm referencing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, also, go ahead. The crazy thing about it was they applied for everything. They applied for the coronavirus, the CARES Act. Um, and, and they apply for small business loans and they were denied, which I don't even understand. Yeah. And the tricky thing about the business loans, the small business loans, they have an awesome thing going on right now where, you know, in this time they're doing loan forgiveness. As long as you can prove that that money has gone to keep your business afloat, keep your employees paid and stuff like that. I thought it was just for but payroll. Tr- like if you can prove that you actually just paid for payroll. Well, forgive the loan. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Mm. You're exactly correct. Sorry. Um, but the 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 sad thing about it is when it comes to a lot of black owned businesses, a lot of them are sole proprietors or, you know, it's like family things. So it's like you don't really have your family like officially on payroll type of things like that. And because of that on paper, it doesn't show that you have employees. So that kind of kicks you out of that um uh whatever to be accepted for the loan forgiveness so it's like you may get the loan but you're gonna have to pay it back because you ain't got no employees mm-hmm. and wow. i'm like that's bad because like this is obviously how like a lot of these people this is how they live like it's their only job so it's like this is how they're paying to feed their families to pay for their mortgage like everything is on their business it's just they don't have employees yet and so i'm like man like that that's gonna be another mountain to climb and i just think it's it it sucks and i think a lot of the money is going to the wrong places and it's not getting to the people that need it in time so. so hopefully, you know, if more sports teams, we only know the Lakers right now, but if more sports teams had it, hopefully they can do that for everybody in their state. Like, these are your fans. Help your fans be able to afford the tickets to come to your show. So They're going to love you more. Right. Yeah. But athletes needing, needing people to try to love them more. <laughs> this football player with his tattoo. Oh, wait, before we get into that, I do want to bring up one last point that I saw because it was an interesting um, news story that I listened to yesterday because it kind of ties in with like people getting the money and, you know, not really needing it. There was a couple other businesses that did the same thing that the L.A. Lakers did as far as giving back their stimulus check, uh, Shake Shack and AutoNation. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Also, the dead people are getting stimulus checks wow and i was like wow so now this was a local new uh this was a local news station so i don't know how it is everywhere else in the nation but um in north carolina there was a story where there was a um a mother her son got a stimulus check her son died in 2018 i'm like oh God, this is about to be a mess because if her son, you know, he's gone and he got a stimulus check, ain't no telling how many other people who are not even here anymore got a stimulus check. That is wild. And this is going to sound super morbid, but I'm like, I'm not even surprised. I listen to podcasts about murderers all the time and like the amount of people that kill and be getting social security checks. Like, I was just about to bring that up. I was about to bring that up. 
There was just a story last year of a lady who uh, let her grandma die so she could like still keep her checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just she just locked her grandma's body in a room and kept getting the checks, kept cashing the checks. Yeah. Um, there was this guy. We're about to get into a whole other territory. This woman in the 19th something, maybe the 60s, she was infamous. She had like bodies on bodies on bodies. They found like eight, nine bodies in her backyard. Mm. And she was like a boarding house. And she was like, oh, I take care of old people. And she would tell like people like, oh, well, you know, they their daughter picked them up and took them back home. And then one day the daughter comes around like, where is my, like. Yeah. My mama. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I'm not even stimulus checks going to dead people. Hadn't thought about that being a thing. But like when you hear it, it's like. It's a thing. Wow. wow it's crazy. Mm. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's just be on be on the lookout for that. So, yeah, you touched on it a little bit. We're going to go into this NFL player who's gotten some backlash over a controversial tattoo. Uh, his name is Justin. Somebody else. I'm like, Adrian, you probably know more about this. If you like, watch football and stuff. So if you want to take this story. is Justin Warrosher. Gotcha. <laughs> so he just got drafted on Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay. Last Saturday, yeah. And I, I have sympathy towards him. So the story is right after he had this awesome moment of getting drafted for the Patriots, uh, uh, it, his tattoo went viral because it symbolized. Um, anti-government group the three percenters and it's really sad because and i watched the interviews that he did with reporters after all this was going on and he's saying that he didn't even know what the fuck that shit meant and he was not even aware that anything was wrong until people started blasting him about it on saturday and at one point he got choked up because, you know, he's like, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't realize, you know, I got this tattoo in 2015 when I was 18 years old. You know, we all stupid at 18. I'm glad I didn't get a tattoo before then because I would have got some shit that I regretted. Like, and so he's, you know, obviously very upset about it. He says he's going to remove it or whatever. But I actually really do believe him, you know, when he's saying that he didn't know anything about this and he's sorry that, you know, his family has to defend him and he's just trying to, you know, he just starting. Damn, like this is how you get started. You just get drafted and now people are like, now you got some work to do, get some fans. Which I think. I hear you. I don't I... know if I agree though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me wrong, like I I, you probably empathize with the fact like you made it personal like you have tattoos you enjoy getting tattoos you would hate for somebody to uh, judge you off a tattoo like I, I understand that point and I can sympathize with that point but here's my thing about it like just last year he was he did a uh, Twitter AMA and was like talking about how proud of that tattoo that he was. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he even told the story about how he got that tattoo. Well, really Which all was? his tattoos. Um he said that um all the tattoos that he has that he has on his forearms, um which is the 3%er tattoo was on his forearm. He just told how um the guy who gave him the tattoo didn't even use a real tattoo gun. It was like a, a homemade tattoo gun and how much it hurt it and all that shit. Like um, a raw experience. Okay. Yeah, but like, <clears throat> but here's my thing. Have, have y'all ever heard, prior to this story, had y'all heard of the three percenters? Briefly. Briefly. What about I had you, never heard of them, so I looked them up and I'm like, they're uh, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, like I, I happen to have met a three percenter before in my life. And uh, when I went up to, a wedding in Minnesota. Um, I wouldn't say that the three percenters are racist. Like, I don't understand where the whole white supremacist angle of it comes from. Um, but I will say that they are um, very, if anybody would become terrorists, it would be the three percenters. Like, if there was any group on the right side that would be like, you know what? We're about to blow everything up. 
were about to cause like some real chaos, it would be these men. And like, I, I just feel like he wasn't aware of how the three percenters were perceived. And that's what he's feeling right now. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? I feel um, so I, go ahead. What I thought was interesting is like, I was like, the three percenters never heard of this. When did they even come about? And they're like super new. They were like, made in 2008 kind of like you know it was given impetus by the election of barack obama so it's like oh okay we got a little bit of like that going on and the racism part comes from after um black lives matter michael brown and you know of course it was racist comments by supporters on there so that's where like the racism part comes from but their ideology like you said ain't straight up racism yeah you know what i mean like so they're part of those argument like okay so a lot of conservative kind of arguments generally it's a state versus federal government type of thing so like who should have the most power state or the federal government and a lot of conservatives particularly and it seems like in this case when obama got in federal government it even amped it up more like we don't need the federal government telling us what let the states decide so states should be able to say you know gun stuff and like state power but we all know the history of when the states have a lot of power the states have a lot of power we had horrible 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 Straight up. Just leave. <laughs> when the states have control of power, they do fucked up stuff sometimes. The federal government has also done fucked up stuff sometimes. But yeah, so I feel like that's where when you hear about the history of it and it's like, I don't know. I can't feel bad for him. Like, you're going to be judged by the tattoos you get. I mean, yeah. I've got my little dumb tattoos from when I was like 17, 18. And if somebody made like a comment about it, that's on you i'll tell you why i got it you can take that at face value if you want to and but shay you got it and your story helps convince me even more of the type of characteristics and person that i think you are and unfortunately that's just not my type of my type of crowd in general we can have a conversation and i'm cool to hear you out but like i don't need too many ties i'm not going with you to one of your your cookouts yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on him for some reason. I'm just like, eh, you know, he could go either way with this. You know, we'll see if he actually gets it removed. And then, okay, another thing I want to bring up Cameron, do you remember when we were younger? <laughs> I almost got a racist fucking tattoo. I didn't realize, like, you know, so I'm thinking, like, you 18. You almost and, got a racist like, tattoo. Wait, yeah, wait. Yes, okay, Come remember. So remember when I was so obsessed with Thor and I wanted to get Thor's hammer? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, I do remember. And we were researching it. I had no, I was ready to get that shit on my ribs, walk into the fucking um, place to get a tattoo. And I tell the man, he was a white man, I tell him what I wanted. And he was like, why are you getting that? And I was like, that is a, a racist symbol. Or he went through a, through a whole yeah. dialogue. And I was like, huh? Yeah. And then lo and behold, I, I, I guess I wasn't researching the right words. I type it in and bam. I'm like, oh, my God. I almost put this on my body for life. Like, now, I, <laughs> I think that's one reason why I'm a little more like, okay, Justin, like, yeah, that was you, was, <laughs> you was about to be out here uplifting all white supremacists. They they would have been like, hold the phone. <laughs> is she our Jezebel? Like, what's going on here? What is going on here? They would have been on your ass, especially like if you would have got some thunderbolts under it. Ooh, wee. <laughs> Ooh, we they would have been like, what the hell is going on here? Ladies ladies and gentlemen, we got one. Right? And I would have been a I would have been a victim. Lord Jesus. That's why. You know, that's that's just my angle. (laughs) That's why. Yeah, that's so funny. I do remember that memory. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was crazy. But you know what? I'm going to end. I'm going to end this story with a quote from him. And you just do what you wish. Support the Patriots. Support him or not. Whatever. But he did say, 
I'm sorry for all my friends and family that have to defend me. Putting them in that compromising position is one of the biggest regrets I'll ever have. To them, I'm sorry. I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to take ownership of it. This is not who I am. No matter what, that's not who I am. Hopefully, you all will find that out. You know how, um, you know what? I'll find it out if he fucking kneels. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Stay on the field, like practice just from now. Anytime he touches a field, he just needs to kneel, whatever field it is. That would be a fucking hilarious. Can you imagine if he go all out? Like he go all out like that motherfucker. (laughs) That motherfucker show up in Kente cloth and everything. Whenever he make a field goal, he do the Wakanda salute. That shit would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> that motherfucker start. He walk. He start walking around with the autobiography of Michael Mix. <laughs> he, he just he just like puts that shit up on the podium. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of reading lately. Puts down. Make sure like spine out. Like. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You caught me in the middle of reading. Legs and views. <laughs> oh man. How did I? How did I do in the game? I just wanted to say before I start. Uh, our our greatest fear is that we're are inadequate. Uh, what's, what's that one saying? I I forget that saying. How did that shit go? It's not that we're inadequate. It's not that we're inadequate. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Coach Carter? (laughs) Hell yeah. Let's every voice and sing. That's so funny. All right. We'll we'll pay attention to him. We'll pay attention to him. Yo, that's what he should do. He should get, like, lift every voice and sing on his forearms. Like, he should get that shit removed. (laughs) (laughs) Lift to get that shit removed and get both fucking verses on his forearms. (laughs) Tell him that heaven rings. Hell yeah, boy. Hell yeah. Uh, I promise I love him forever for that. Your victory is won. <laughs> Y'all silly. Y'all are silly. All right. Let's move on to someone I'm I'm also excited. Well, that I am very excited to talk about. Oprah! And she's doing something very amazing for the uh school graduates that did not get to graduate this year because of coronavirus. She will be taking the virtual stage and um, giving a graduation ceremony via Facebook to every graduate that was supposed to graduate this year. And I think that is awesome. Awesome. It'll be on May 15th, starting at 11. On Facebook, it'll be a multi-hour streaming event on Facebook Watch, and it's called Hashtag Graduation 2020 Facebook and Instagram Celebrate the Class of 2020. That's long. But um, I feel like if you start to type Hashtag Graduation 2020, you'll find it on May 15th. And I think that's pretty dope. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't want to hear nobody talking about we had Oprah for graduation this year though, because it's not the same. Uh, you know what I mean? Why? No, it's not the same. It's not the same. No. Nah, we no, had Oprah. We had Common, yo. You know what I'm saying? Common pulled up. Yeah. You know I mean, what yeah, what mean? that was not. Yeah. Like, that was just at one state. Yeah, but no. we had Common. <laughs> yeah, like, for real, he like, like he touched actually, the grass. Yeah, we actually had common, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Like, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's like, this is, saying that you had Oprah at your graduation is like saying that, like, your parents had, like, a threesome with Luther Vandross when they conceived you. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) like, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I almost ended the episode. <laughs> this is cool. This is cute. It's cute. Oh, whatever. It is cute. And I think they should be so fucking excited about it. I appreciate that they're doing everything that they possibly can digitally to try to give them some kind of experience. Like they're having other guest speakers like Aquafina, Jennifer Garner. Now, I don't know. They said Lil Nas X. 
very curious to see what, what he got to say. But, you know, whatever, Simone Biles, I say more people. Miley Cyrus is going to perform or be a musical guest, however she's going to do that. Right. Um, they're providing tools for graduates to host their own virtual ceremony and parties i don't know how that's gonna work like maybe they'll have like um i think they'll have like a a virtual hub that you can maybe invite people to and and do whatever the fuck you want i don't know throw confetti in in the messengers apps Uh, i don't know i guess (laughs) i feel like it's so funny like if we were in college graduating again and like we were in the class of 2020 sheridan would be the one like y'all and we would be like i mean i'm i'm done (laughs) i'm done with school (laughs) i didn't go lie i would be upset (laughs) <laughs> I know. See, see, see if you can log on, Sheridan. You should try to log on on the Facebook, and who you can take Oprah's words anytime you want, girl. Hell yeah! Like graduate. Gonna be a lot of people watching that shit though. It's gonna oh, get a oh, lot I, of views. Watch it. Oh, for yeah. sure. Because I think she's gonna give just some words of wisdom, wisdom for everybody. Like not even just the graduates. Like oh, I'm definitely gonna be in attendance. I'm, I'm, I'm raggedy, but I'm like I'll be in attendance if it was like if it was Rihanna. Girl, I'm in attendance, but Oprah, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised Oprah's graduation if you like went back through her files of like she just be piecing stuff together. Like, is she saying anything new? Except like this time she might say like, "Stay healthy and like wash your hands." We're all in this together. I know, right? Well, Oprah has been (laughs) talking and being philosophical for thirty plus years. So I feel like she she probably has said it all. <laughs> Maybe. I would not be surprised if you could find if you got that much time to piece together all her shit. <laughs> you know, but I think it's still awesome. It Anybody I know cool. that's graduating from college this year, I've definitely been like, you know, Oprah, Oprah speaking for you. Like, <laughs> now, <laughs> see if they go log on, on. Like, okay. Like, I want to ask an actual graduate graduating this year how they feel about this, because I don't know. Random, this is, so this is like a high school thing, because, you know, the high schoolers miss their proms and whatnot. And did y'all know, like, what's his name? John Krasinski from The Office. He played Jim. He hosted a high school prom and had, like, a whole little number. He did, like, slow dancing with John Krasinski, so... He's been going up like his social media has like been going crazy ever since this quarantine started, too. Wow. Yeah, he's been doing a lot. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. good. Well, I just I just think they definitely deserve, you know, something. Damn. Like shit. They've been working all this time looking forward to graduation. Uh, Yeah. We look forward to. Hey, though. But it's a lot of. Cause prom prom is cool, you know what I'm saying. But prom night, prom night, a lot of a lot of a lot of memories happen on prom night. And yeah. let me just say this: a lot of people got saved, like some horrible experiences on prom night. Uh-huh. A lot of people got saved. A lot of people got saved. Let's just call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you got, true. You're not giving like you having fun on prom night, but it's it's never your best. It's never your best work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm done. So shout out to 2020 for not having a bad prom night memory. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, hey, that that, that's, that's so some trauma, that's some trauma that uh that the universe saved y'all from. Cause trust me, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Bad, bad prom night memories are terrible. Prom Man, night memories, I, prom, I, I, night, prom night babies. Huh? I said prom night babies. Oh yeah, prom night babies. Oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that's yeah. real. Shout that's, out, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Cause I was I was about to say I think they rather have a bad memory than no memory. Nah, but a baby don't my know about. My junior prime memory, I, I wish I could get that shit away. <laughs> I wish I could get that shit away. You care to share? Ah, nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, I, I wish I could get that shit away. <laughs> I, I, I would toss my senior year prom. My junior year prom was real cool. Senior year prom, I could, I don't necessarily give it away, but like if it didn't exist, like I wouldn't feel like I missed anything. Yeah, senior year was cool. Senior year was decent. The only thing I toss about any prom, junior or senior year, junior was great. I didn't even have a date. I went with my friends. But senior year, I just would have tossed my date. 
That's about it. Ah! <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> That's Cameron, funny. you know who that is. We're not of even course. going to that's, that's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a good yeah. one. That was good. That's funny. But sh- shout out. Shout out to, to the graduates. I think that's awesome. And stop posting i didn't realize this was a thing but people because you know the 2020 graduate wasn't happening people was posting their graduation pictures from years ago or you know from whenever they graduated i'm like that don't help you think that's supposed to make them feel good so stop doing that that doesn't make sense that's so hey, y'all not graduate. Look at me in 1986. Like, what? Like, like, that makes no. Sense. Yeah, no. People were doing that. So just stop. But shout out to them. I, I'm, I'm excited to attend. So May 15th, it'll be here. All right. Okay, so let's move on to a funny fucking story. Uh, I kind of want Kedron to tell this story or someone, whatever. It's just fucking hilarious. Um, a city official in Northern California has resigned. <laughs> And that's <laughs> someone take over. <laughs> um, you gotta watch what you're doing, like when uh <laughs> when you on these damn Zoom calls, man. People have to get caught up with it, with doing the most stupidest shit. Dumbest you know stuff. What I mean, like just because you at home, don't mean that you get to like have at home energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, at home energy. Like, yo, you gotta fucking remember what you're doing. Uh, long story short, a northern city, I mean, a northern California city planning commissioner had to resign on Tuesday. Why? Because he threw his cat. And he clearly, uh, do y'all think he, y'all think he was like drinking? They said that that was another thing is that they saw him drinking a uh, beer, but right, yeah, that's what they said. Like they didn't know if that's what it was, but they yeah. said what it was. Like. Do I think he was? Is what I'm asking. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I could see it. If this man is sitting at home, he was chilling. He was, ah, I'm gonna grab my beer. Oh my cat, get out of here! <laughs> what did he say? I call, I call bullshit, you little bitches. Like what? <laughs> Like what? <laughs> yeah, like you know he's going to call bullshit on you little bitches. Right, and then backs her to the wall. Like what? No, that's so funny. But I feel like what what really has me laugh <laughs> is the fact that like okay after all of that they were like oh no he has to be fired. He uh, threw a gun. Yeah. Like, I feel like really because of the cat. You know how white people are. Um, first and foremost, have you seen Netflix? Don't fuck with cats. Yeah, don't fuck with cats. <laughs> as soon as he did that, it was over. Like I doubt like I doubt he like flung this cat and then they're like a loud thud. It was probably like a normal like cats are weird animals. Any animal that kind of just kinda maybe thumps down. But it was probably fine. Like whatever. But it was like, oh oh my god, he's drunk and throwing his cat around his apartment. <laughs> During quarantine, like honestly, did you see? Y'all didn't see the video. No, I was trying to find the video. Yeah, there's a video. Like honestly, I don't think he threw the cat. Like I think he just like tossed that motherfucker. You know how cats be landing on their legs. I think that's what people heard. They just heard like the doo doo. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like the cat has weight. Hell yeah, they was like, yo, get him the fuck out of here. No. That's just crazy to me. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here. But you got to watch what you're doing, man. But, like, in his defense, his cat was being loud. Like, his cat was actively meowing while he was on this call. In his defense. It ain't nothing more annoying than being on the phone with somebody and either they dogs barking, they cat meowing, or they kid talking. Yeah. Like, that shit is annoying. So, like... I understand, like, wanting that shit to stop, but my guy, like, you gotta chill. <laughs> you gotta fucking chill. Man, I just, whatever. Like, it may just be, maybe I'm just ah. not that sympathetic ah. to animals. Oh, Lord. Maybe I'm not that sympathetic to animals as much as I should be, but I'm like, y'all, is it really that fucking serious? Hell yeah. And it's like, not he like he fucking picked the cat up over his head and slammed it down. Like, he kind of <laughs> just, like, 
he kind of just like was like, hey, get off my lap. I just watched it. I put the link in the Google Doc. I just watched it. And it is like the cat almost like did a weird cat jump thing. Like it did like a cat type of thing as he was trying to like let it go. And it just looked, but it looks. Oh God, I gotta watch it. It's so entertaining. Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's it's pretty. It's a hey, I'm gonna say this. That's a pretty whack ass reason to lose your job. Like yeah, you gotta resign over I'm that. Saying. I mean, I'm like, damn. Like I I did not have to pick up that cat. I tell you one thing, I would get that cat away. I would only have dogs. <laughs> I would like, only have dogs. Also, exactly. He's gonna resent that fucking cat now. Like. I don't think it was that serious to to lose his whole job. <laughs> yeah, and then I think it's funny. One reason I also think he was like drinking because it was on the meeting on 420. This man was hiding his house. <laughs> right. <laughs> drinking. Oh Hell yeah. It was probably off of edible. And he probably he probably he cool with all the commissioners, not even thinking about the public go see this, and he. Right. And then the fact that the public was going to see it, you know, the type of public watching these city commissioner Zoom meetings are Kathy's. Oh, Kathy's geez. are not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Karen's. Yeah. All of them. All yeah, you had too many eyes on that shit. Way too many eyes on it. You got to watch what you got to be extra careful when you got more eyes. Because I don't think it was that serious, but you got to think about what other people think, unfortunately. Fuckers. Unfortunately. <laughs> You cannot let this stay at home get you out of character on these meetings. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> let's figure out. What was There was somebody that was interviewed on the news not too long ago. I forgot what station. I was scrolling on Instagram and the person didn't wear pants because so many people are just doing the whole top thing, but then sat too far away so you could tell he's not wearing pants. Oh, oh now. <laughs> Shoot, hold up. So there was a dude in Spain. There was a dude in Spain, a reporter. He on damn television. Apparently, like he liked a popping news anchor in Spain. Um, he's like dating like Spain's version of like uh I guess Kim Kardashian. Like she was like the it reality bitch. This motherfucker on television with some new thing running around in lingerie in his background wow. hell yeah at first when, 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 when people noticed he was like oh yeah me and shorty broke up and then shorty was like the fuck we didn't we broke up so then wow. the motherfucker had to go on the news and be like hey yo my bad you know what i'm saying i'm just out here living my life um i'm, I'm sorry if i let y'all down like, yo, man, y'all gotta fucking realize what y'all doing, man. Come on now. We're supposed to be getting in the house and getting better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Think about how long quarantine has been. Like, Spain been on lockdown for at least two weeks. So, bro, just been chilling with this shorty for at least two weeks. Just having a good old time. Oh, my God. Right. They got comfortable as hell. Hell, yeah. Huh? Then on a random Wednesday. On a random Wednesday, the shit go to hell. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Yeah, just stay professional. Stay close to the camera. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to get pants. Just get a top and make sure can nobody see the bottom. Like, pants, top sales are going up in retail. Just tops. That's so funny. But, but my condolences to this man's job. I'm, I'm really sad about it. I, I actually really am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. That story's great. Yeah. It was. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go into the living wild black. Hey, hey, hey. Living wild black. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I'm trying to make sure it don't sound crazy. I know, right? (laughs) I know, yeah. Let's go ahead and stop while we're kind of ahead. All right. (laughs) So, Living Wild Black is something very awesome. Um, We get to see our favorite first lady again. At least she's my favorite first lady, Michelle Obama. 
and she will be coming out with a new documentary on Netflix, um, basically about her life after the White House. Correct, Cameron? Yes. So it's kind of it like focuses on the book tour for her book becoming. So it's called Becoming, which if you haven't read Becoming, that was my first biography, but I actually really enjoyed it. Like, especially when I got to the points in life where she was like my age and mm. I don't know, I was really related when she was like talking about law school and how she, you know, she didn't end up, you know, it was just, it's cool seeing that and like, oh, but like, you know, whatever, just seeing all that. I will say when she got to the older parts, it's like, okay, we're connected, but it's like a little more of a disconnect, but maybe I'll relate when I get older, but mm-hmm. so I think yeah. it'll be really cool to see her interact with, she loves talking to the young people, so the one clip that I saw, the trailer, sneak peek, it was her talking in like a circle with a whole bunch of what looked like young women, maybe college, high school, and just like chilling with them and seeing them all interact. And so hopefully, you know, I want the real TT, but that book ain't even give me all the tea I want, Michelle. She would, you would it girl, I respect it, but you know, uh-huh. I'll take anything I can get. Yeah, yeah, me too. Maybe she'll let something slip out a little bit. Maybe some little, yeah. little tea. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. What do y'all, what do y'all want her to say? Like, I don't know. I just want to see more of the background. Like, I want to like, see more of, like, the inside. Like, she talked about, like, oh, you know, our family in the kitchen. But, like, I want to see, like, we see too much of the Kardashians. Just, like, half a little bit of that of the you Obama. You want to know how Michelle Obama eats Kit Kats? Like, is that what you're I mean... <laughs> Like, I don't understand. Like, I start from the I, right side. I'm so thinking about, I'm more so thinking about, like, because I don't know how much she lets in on her and Barack Obama's relationship. But that'd be cool if, like, come on oh, now, we fuck. know all this isn't just peaches and hearts. Like, you know, they they may have went through a, a a period and they had to figure some things out, and they maybe they didn't know if they was gonna make it. Like, if you got a story like that. I would love to hear. It. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> See, I want it. I want the documentary to be like she walk in the house and Barack like on the couch, like yeah, I just finished playing ball. She okay, whatever. <laughs> she, like go on with the girls that they like figure out what they gonna wear for the night. Like I want to see that type of shit. Like oh, oh Michelle, Lord. girl, my closet <laughs> look the same oh, exactly. Oh, oh my lord! I like, I like the inside inside. Let me know your life for real. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you want a you want a full reality show? Hell yeah! Low key, just like a little a brief one. I want opening up with Obama. That's what y'all want. Basically, <laughs> I'm not against it. Yeah. It would be so fun and so classy. Wow. Hey. Uh, I'm still tripping off like Obama just got done playing ball. <laughs> and, like he just said, oh, I was maybe I was hooping. I was out there hooping. I had a ball on these things. And she's just like, oh Barry, shut up. <laughs> and my girl's about to go out. Play some Travis Porter. <laughs> hey, Siri. hey Siri, play Travis Porter. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> she just in the fucking the mirror getting ready. We at come on, spin a ball on him. Magic shit. <laughs> you yeah, are okay. you was ball today? Okay, I'm about to ball over you. Mm-hmm. I, I will clarify when I said with her girls about to go out. I was talking about <laughs> Malia. Like, I'm in Malia and Sasha. <laughs> Maybe they go to the mall. Let's go to Waffle House. <laughs> I feel like popping my shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm so good. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? This is the first lady. Oh, look, I she's still a person. If anything, what I want to see from Obama, I mean, uh, Michelle, y'all know Jerry Springer got a court show? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I want, yo, get that shit to Obama. Get, get, I mean, get that shit to Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> give, give, give Michelle Obama like a Maury type show. That shit would be lit as hell. What? Lit as hell. I've died. You know what? All of our ideas are just far out, and we'll just see what it is. If we talk about <laughs> magic, y'all talking about a reality show. Fuck a reality show. 
Let's get some real content. Let's get let's put them with let's put the Obamas with like the worst type of people in America. Have, let's have her talking shit to the worst type of people. Hell yes. Yo, that's hilarious. That's so funny. That's so funny. But I think through all of that, like I'm I'm just excited for this. And for whatever else she puts out in the future, because she, you know, she gonna keep on climbing, cause she's just amazing, amazing. So, May 6th, I'm so What you say? Oh, I said May sixth. Sorry. Okay. Yep. That's what I was gonna say. So we'll be here May sixth. Woohoo! Tune in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all, I mean, with that, I think, I think we're done. Good. That's it. That's a wrap. All right. This was fun. I had fun. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. Well, y'all know who this was. It was the Chronicles. You can follow us on IG at the Chronicles underscore pod. Email us chroniclespod at gmail.com. Twitter, all that good stuff. Listen to us anywhere. So go ahead and call your plugs. So you can re up for next week. <laughs>